What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Ian Tournay, producer at Phoenix Labs, where we're making Dauntless. And if you want the latest, best information on the next free-to-play game that you should be playing, then you need to be listening to Budget Arcade. Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Elliot. And welcome to episode number 34. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game each week and then we rate and review it. Elliot, what is this week's game? And a much happier voice than last time. Yeah. Uh, we played Call of Duty Mobile, which is a uh, free-to-play first-person shooter developed by, I think it's TMI Studios. I think that's how you pronounce Too it. Too much information. I, it's T. It's capital T, lowercase I, capital M, lowercase I. So I think it's TMI. I think. Timmy. Uh, I didn't look it up. Eh, yeah, I think TMI is much better sounding, right? Anyway, developed by TMI, published by Activision, and it is uh, available for Android and iOS. Uh, it released globally on October first of two uh, two thousand nineteen. It features two in-game currencies as well as a battle pass. And now here's the crate. Get this. Sit down for this. This game received over 35 million downloads within the first three days of release, earning 2 million U.S. in revenue. After one, week, after one week, the game had surpassed 100 million downloads and generated over 18 million in revenue, making it the largest mobile game launch in history. Crazy. Wow. Like, bigger than Pokemon Go. Insane. No, what, what was the game we played? It was po- that last Pokemon game we played Masters. that was, like, pretty large, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And I bet I I would be willing to imagine um, Mario Kart had to have been pretty big too. Yeah, you know, they, I would think that it have to be. Where would we get those download. numbers from? I don't know where we would get those numbers. That's it's a kind of a question. weird thing though. So they had a hundred million downloads and they made thirteen million dollars. Eighteen, eighteen. Is it just me or does that seem low for that sort of? Like, I think it is. A I guess bit. you're not converting that many people to paying. So the real thing I think is we're living in the wild west of mobile games right now, right? This is still very new territory. You know, yeah, every biggish co- thing is like the next big thing. I mean, Pokemon yeah. Masters was like, was it even? It wasn't even three months ago, right? And that was the number one when it released. So yeah, that's true. It's just kind of that yeah. thing where I, it, it's just going to be beaten by you know. Fortnite Chapter Two or whatever you know. Oh, Fortnite Two is coming. That's right. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Or it's here already. Yeah. If you're Do listening, we, that's my prediction from the we black wanna... hole. Well, yeah, there's been we leaks talk too, about right? That any? There's been yeah. leaks that it's called Chapter Two, right? Well, it's Fortnite, and we've often praised their microtransaction, the way they handle that, and I think it's one of those free to play games that does it right. So they recently, they're geniuses. The creative team there, as far as like stirring up interest in their game, mm-hmm. are just so genius. Like I, I remember how excited I was to be online during the rocket launch. You can look that up on YouTube, Fortnite rocket launch, where just everybody was online at the same time and they were experiencing the same in-game event. It was just, I think, unprecedented. You know, I've never played WoW, but... Uh, maybe Ellie can say whether something like that's happened there, but to me, it's unprecedented to have that sort of event. But now there's a black hole that's gobbled up the Fortnite game, and yeah. there's right now the number one stream on Twitch is just video of this black hole on it Fortnite. It was like the top seven streams, and they yeah. all insane, it's insane, yeah. And people are watching just uh, uh, something that's <laughs> barely a more than a still screen, yeah. Well, and but there's also numbers that are being flashed up every so often too, yeah. and people are trying to speculate at what those numbers mean. Yeah, they're being mm. converted into words. There's there's like a sentence or two now. The yeah. worst part I is imagine, I think it would. Benefit well, what's funny? Them somebody on Twitter, too, but they took the uh, first set of numbers and used them in the uh, Google Maps, and it pulled up like this uh, screen sh- or this uh, street image of a bunch of crabs uh, at somebody's house. <laughs> Huh. It was like a crab Armageddon type of thing. But then since then, there's been other numbers that have come out as well. And, like, you know, everybody's got their predictions on what it's going to be. I, the crazy think, part but, you know, is we record on a Sunday, and, like, by the time this comes out, the answers are probably already there. So Oh, that's either, true. So this is a little piece of history. Or, <laughs> so what? Or, you, let's let's real quick then. What's your prediction, Scott? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I don't I don't follow the Fortnite lore well enough to even know what's going to happen. That lore is a strong well. word for Fortnite because yeah. it's not really <laughs> lore. It's like there isn't really lore. It's just kind of whatever they throw against the wall. But even yeah. as someone who's done with Fortnite and hasn't played it in over a year, this is just cool. It's interesting and fun. Um, and it's fun. Yeah, to no, I agree with that. I, I'm hoping that it's Fortnite 2, that when the black hole opens, Fortnite 2 it's... comes out and everybody just jumps in again. And it's like, all right. Well, here, here's my prediction. Then it's going to be Fortnite Auto Chess. <laughs> I would be fine with that. But so, like, what if it if it's like 
built so everyone knows that Fortnite was built around a game that wasn't a battle royale you know right. it was built around this fort building game so what if they made yeah. a new battle royale from the ground up that was Fortnite 2 it could be interesting you know and maybe there were some handcuffs and limitations from being you know a pivot from another game so I think it's fascinating, and I'm looking forward to see what they do next. So are you saying they're going to just completely scrap this game and make a whole new game? No way. All those skins, all that money. There's people with V-Bucks that are, like, freaking out if you go on Twitter right now. Oh, well, they don't have anything to worry about, I don't think. No. Again, because I think that Epic's done such a great job with that. I don't think your V-Bucks are going anywhere. And I think they may convert those skins into the next game. I'm just saying maybe uh, it's a new engine or just new ideas, something to take it. Cause you know, it's been slowly dying and something to bring the interest back other than just doing another map change like they've done in the past and maybe doing a full rework that will have people say, Hey, I liked the first one. People like me who played it a lot and then gave up on it for a while. I would jump back in if, if it's really a reworking, but if it's just another map, Eh, that's not going to do anything for me. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just uh, keep our eyes open, and if uh, something new does come from it, we should jump on it and then like follow up maybe the following week or something. So yeah. I'm calling it. This is my prediction. We are recording on Sunday, the whatever today is, 13th, and it is Fortnite 2. That's my prediction. I'm going to look like a genius come whenever the hell they're going to reveal it. Yeah, it's going to be called Fortnite Chapter 2. And then I only say that because I saw some stuff online that said that was leaked on like, like an Apple website on. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm like excited to see what it Italy is. Italy or something. We should probably talk well, about I know this. The week's data game. miners are on it. Yeah, we should. Gameplay. Okay, so uh, gameplay on this game is fairly simplistic when it comes to it is a first-person shooter um, on mobile. You have like a. Um, virtual joystick on the left-hand side of your screen, and then you've got a fire button on the right-hand of your screen. Right and um, left. You can set it up to... Oh, yeah, right and left. Mm-hmm. So, But you can set it up to where you hold down the fire button and it will zoom in on your sights, your iron sights, and then will start to fire as you've zoomed in. And you can drag it wherever you need to go to hit your, oppo- your opponents with it. I forget what the other function was because there was two different setups that you could do i picked that setup did any of you pick the other setup i just whatever stock out of the box is what i used yeah i used both i don't know i I didn't see much of a difference between the two they both played pretty similarly i thought if you played call of duty you kind of know what to expect it feels like call of duty you know you get your kill streaks and your death matches i enjoyed like the standard mode that we had where you start on two sides of the map and then you have a brief period of incivility so there's no spawn camping and i thought that was really nice it's just kind of this two teams mode and you meet in the middle and i think that worked really nice uh but it's team deathmatch. yeah well then they had a free-for-all mode like an event that just started i think Mm -hmm. yesterday or saturday yep and so two days ago i believe cycling events and I mean, if you enjoy Call of Duty, it's kind of got all the components there in a free-to-play package. It's got a Battle Royale, which is a different map than what's on Black Ops 4. 
Yeah, it's four. But a lot of the locations are the same. They're just in different places. I never played four. Well, so four's Battle Royale was a bunch of the multiplayer maps were used sort of as points of interest on a much larger map. And so those same points of interest are here, but they're in different locations. So the map is different, but there's very familiar places on that map. So also, as you're playing the game, you level up your character and as you level up you unlock more things that you can put on your character as far as uh, weapon slots uh, secondary weapons your kill streak bonuses different types of let's see backpacks i think was one of them i'm trying to remember everything um your perks that you can get ellie do you remember what levels i had said everything at I wish I had written these down because there's, it's like, you know, every level or every two levels you unlock something new. There's, it was high though. It was very high to unlock everything. Yeah. Well, there's five different, um, loadout slots, if I remember correctly. And after the first slot, you unlock everything. Then you go into the second slot and start unlocking things in there. But it's every like two levels, you unlock something new in that slot. And then so on and so forth. I want to say it was the final, the fifth slot to unlock everything was like level 75. Yeah, it was something like mark. that. It was it was extremely high. And also, like, why would you use a loadout where you don't have all the things unlocked? So it, it's just oh, kind exactly. of worthless until, like, you're there. So I guess it's their way of trying to hook you yeah. in to continue playing. But Yeah, well, I think you could also unlock it with cash i'm sure oh I, if you... oh, there's almost I... no doubt to that right yeah <laughs> more than likely i i didn't like pursue it further to see if that was the case obviously because i'm not going to pay the money for it that's, that's not how we do this on the podcast i have problems with what doing this show is i don't ever really look at the depth of what you get for paying because i've just had no interest in paying uh especially for something like call of duty where i know when we're done playing I'm taking it off my phone just because it's not for me. Um, so let's, I guess we'll save that for the paywall though. Yeah. Um, so there was also, there's, um, you've got your team deathmatch mode. There's a unranked and a ranked. And then you've got, of course, your battle royal mode. And then like Jeff said, there's an event right now where you've got the uh, free for all, um, you know, kill everybody to win. Mm-hmm. I forget how many points it is. I want to say it's like 50 points to win or 40 points to win, something like that. I, I only played a couple mats. someone play the free-for-all today, and I want to say it was less than that because it seemed like he just, the match was really quick, which is good for mobile, you know. So I want to say it's probably closer to like 25. But I yeah. am Well, honestly, not all the matches were actually pretty quick mm-hmm. um, except for the Battle Royale. Well, right. obviously those matches take longer because you got a larger map. And I'll be honest, it felt like there was bots on the Battle Royale. Oh, there most assuredly were. Yeah, yeah, the most assuredly. But the the nice thing is, is the uh, team deathmatch and the ranked and also the uh, free-for-all. I don't think there's any bots in there. I think you're playing 100% real oh, people I, on Oh, I definitely play with and, some bots. But really? it was early on in the in the week, but... I definitely yeah. play with bots because I, I, I was like number one and I was like, this can't be true. Right. Out of the box, I was just shredding yeah. people. And Same. I think that's just something that's going on right now. I think they want 
people to have a fun experience when they first turn the game on. Fortnite's adding bots. Uh, you know, it's just kind of going around. And yeah. it's not something I'm a huge fan of. Uh, it doesn't keep me around. You know, like, I don't feel like I'm really having that much fun slaying easy bots. Uh, so I'm not a fan of having bots in the game. I, I think a proper matchmaking system would be better. But it is what it is. You know, would it, they try to appeal to the masses if it works. Hey, that's what they're trying to do. And I'd be interested yeah. to see how other people feel about having bots in, in these battle royales and multiplayer games which historically you don't run into that's true well i would say though definitely the ranked mode has no bots in it because i, I was definitely so, getting yeah. pretty rock there yeah yeah i could tell when it had a bot or not is because i have a chance to shoot someone i'm like that's not a bot but the times i just got immediately deleted i knew it wasn't a bot the it plays like so the other thing that we could compare this to that we played before would be PUBG mobile and uh I, w I really like the controls in that game and i feel like the controls are still pretty pretty good here uh i would ha run into the same problem that i did in mobile PUBG, where i'd accidentally fire when i didn't mean to yes i did that too um so just even though this is on mobile and it controls pretty well for a mobile game nothing replaces having physical controls in your hand be that keyboard or mouse keyboard and mouse or uh, controller uh, and there's just limitations that you can't get around and this has a crouch and you can leap over things and you got to manage your inventory. And so there's a lot going on with what is limited controls. I think they've done pretty good with what they've got, but I don't, it still feels shoehorned onto the platform to me. The graphics on the other hand look pretty great. Uh, I thought they maybe not current console quality, but certainly xbox 360 playstation 3 look pretty good switch elliot is there anything am i allowed to, to talk now elliot um, don't you start <laughs> oh all right uh -huh. i saw what you put on twitter i listened to tess and elliot this week i heard what oh, you said about man. me and scott oh dude we oh yeah today I heard or yesterday i so oh i can't say that i'm so sorry oh it's my first time actually saying oh. that without meaning to I poo-pooed on YouTube. You want, to, you want me to beep it or delete it? I don't care. You can do whatever you want. I didn't mean to. I'm I, sorry. I hate when I do that on accident. Uh, I poo-pooed on you guys so hard yesterday. And it was kind of funny, but I, like, listening back when I was editing, I was like, oh, my God, I sound so mean that I just, like, cut it out altogether. I'm But I think YouTube would have found it really funny. Your show. But it was so, I was like, oh. That was really not very nice at all for two people who like I'm friends with, I, but I haven't I met need in person. To be on Tess and Elliot. <laughs> oh, argue. dude, open invitation I need to, to be either of you. Untethered. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Open inv always standing invitation. Um, and now I've lost my train of thought. What I was even trying to get at. Um, <laughs> man. Anyway, I was gonna say this gameplay wise, it's like a greatest hits. The maps are all the best maps of each version of Call of Duty that they have it on. You know, Nuketown, that is, yes. it, but they're all like that, you know? They're all the small, big hit maps. It's hard for me not to see this as, like, a small advertisement for the big Call of Duty game that comes out in, like, two weeks. Like, it just screams that to me. Like, it's a month before the release of the big, you know, and it feels that way. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, it's fun. Like, I think, I don't know if I've played a first person shooter on my phone with better controls or even a third person shooter. Uh, I think the controls were real. I found them to be really solid for the game. Uh, yeah. I, I would compare them to the mobile PUBG. I mean, I thought they were both pretty well. I really like aiming uh, on a mobile phone because you get a one-to-one mm-hmm. movement and I find it's easier to be accurate than on a controller. So other than all the accidental gunfire, moving your feet can be unintuitive. It's fun. I mean, I had fun. It controlled well enough for me to enjoy it. I don't know how they can make this better control-wise. The only answer is to move it to something with physical controls. Right. I think that's the only answer. I think this is, control-wise, as good as you're going to get. I My thing was maybe I would simplify it. I'd get rid of the crouch. I'd kind of take as many buttons away as possible. See, I used the just, crouch a lot and was very successful. I'm sure. I'm not saying yeah, that it's a bad mechanic. I didn't mechanic, use it very much. Right. But anything that declutters sure. the screen, I'm in favor of because it's too easy on a mobile screen where everything's flush to hit the wrong button at the wrong time and to take as much of those controls out of your off the screen as you can like as we look back at mario kart tour they stripped everything down to just steering and it still came out pretty great um true very true i think maybe they could simplify this just a little bit yeah they could get rid of the uh the one kill streak uh weapon that you get um oh i hated that thing was like a terrible thrower and then you can unlock a minigun later, but it's like it's it's pointless to have it because you've got your your regular kill streaks, you've got your normal weapon and your secondary weapon. It's kind of pointless to have that. Did third you guys ever run around kill with streak a knife? weapon? I did. A, I did. Um, yes. very early on. Oh man, it's it, OP against those bots. You just run yeah. up and stab them, and they don't even do anything. Terrible. Yes, that's true. It was pretty fun. Um, also, the uh, voice chat was uh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, didn't have a problem at all. Clean. Now, we did play that one night, and we played one match successfully, and then I just stayed queued up. I hit the button that said play again, and then you guys got dumped out, and it dumped me into another match. Yeah, we both so, hit leave. It's because we didn't, we didn't hit play. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's not necessarily a problem with the game. It's just we didn't communicate. Yeah, because we played Cause another couple of games together after you, after that one. I see. We tried to invite cool. you back. Oh, we tried. No, we fine. sat and waited. I believe Scott's words were meh. I can only yeah, carry one guy. Inviting you back. Yeah, he's like, I can only carry yeah. one of you. No, no, and he we chose tried me. to invite you back. Okay, well. <laughs> yes, I did get MVP quite a bit on the on those bots. Yeah. Uh, anything else we want to add to the gameplay? I'm trying to uh, think of. Oh, uh, there was what nine maps total? Is I that think what I that said was? It was or right. Seven. I think it was nine. I felt like three at times, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I kind of got the same map, which was the houses. Yeah. The two houses Nuke, across yeah, the street yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then I ended up in a Nuke warehouse town. at one point. Um, yeah, the warehouse one. Yeah. There's the street one so as well. So there was a, the, whenever you queue up, there's actually an option. It took me a little bit to find it, but you can like go into it and you, the standard set is random map. But you can actually select which map you want to queue up for, and I guess it'll throw oh. you in the game specifically for that map. Okay. But it was kind of it was a little bit buried in the UI, I, and I don't want to say the UI on this wasn't that great. 
It was kind of cluttered, just like PUBG mobile PUBG was. Yeah, um, I agree. there was a couple things that were a little bit straightforward, but for the most part, it was way too cluttered. I think just it like mobile was PUBG. better than mobile PUBG's UI, but not by much. Well, and uh, here's here's the caveat to that, Jeff. Um, when mobile PUBG first dropped, the UI looked about the same as this. Okay. Uh, since they've added more stuff and more like stuff to be able to purchase, the UI has gotten more and more cluttered, and I think this same thing will happen with the uh, mobile Call of Duty. Mm. Hey, Wall. Haying gets you... What was the currency in this? There's two... I do not remember the names of them, but there are two. It's the standard, you know, buy one for the other one kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, it's the standard where, you know, you got to buy one and convert it to the other to be able to purchase different things. Um, There was, you get like tickets to be able to upgrade your weapons and those upgraded weapons will unlock different uh, attachments for those weapons. Um, I did, however... If I were to purchase the battle pass in this game, it seems to level quite quickly. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed leveling pretty fast or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. That's the thing is like I, not to go back to Fortnite, but if you play Fortnite and you get a battle pass, you're going to be able to complete it by the end of the season, and not even really having to try that hard. Just making sure you hit your, um. Like challenges for the week yeah right and i've obviously been playing auto chess games and one of them really felt like man i really have to grind hard to get all the way through this thing without paying additional money so if it levels fast that's great because once you pay for the battle pass it needs to feel attainable um to keep me wanting to come back to keep trying to attain it so i would that yeah would be you a don't plus. want any apex legend style yeah, where yeah, exactly. Like you either have to put in a, an unreasonable amount of time or money to get win everything. every match. Right. And one of the things I liked about like Call of Duty's challenge or not Call of Duty, Fortnite's challenges is that they weren't skill based. Like right. some of them were, but a lot of them were like just land here and find this thing and oh okay, that you didn't have to like Yeah, they usually be had awesome like one, at the game. one a week that was kind of skill based. But it was yeah, never like really get a win. But if you yeah, play yeah. squads, you'll get a win. you know sooner or later. Well, this game too, there wasn't really that skill based either. I think a couple of them were like play two matches of uh, battle royale. There was another one that was like play so many games uh, in the multiplayer, play two games in uh, ranked, and it was stuff like that. Yeah. And they leveled up pretty quickly. I think I was, I think I want to say it was like. 24 level 24 on the battle pass um without purchasing anything and granted you only get like you know something minimal on each tier of it but like if you purchase something you if you purchase the battle pass you get quite a bit of stuff on it we're missing anything on the paying so what would you consider this then sky is this pay to win or bedazzle uh i would say pay to bedazzle um I didn't see now, really a pay-to-win aspect of it. Better just weapons because, with real money. Well, you can purchase some weapons, but I, I really feel a lot of the weapon stuff that you would purchase isn't really going to make you any better because I, it's still a skill-based game. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be one of those games where we get a letter about how wrong we are. So <laughs> yeah, in advance, I think you're we right. apologize because, like. Path of Exile 
and mobile PUBG. One week. One week. We we weren't able to do everything, and but it just feels like all we're saying a lot of wrong things. We're speculating a lot, so I'm expecting your letter soon, person who loves this game. <laughs> if they listen to the, the the podcast, that is. Yes. We'll probably get the uh, letter like uh, months, like months down, down the road. The road. Like, <laughs> one of the episodes was Path of Exile was out for like three months, and then we finally got a letter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's the, uh, the thing with podcasts. You know, people pick it up here and there and really like, oh, I, I'll listen to this a bit. It's about my game I play. Mm-hmm. What the hell are they thinking? Replayability. Three modes so far, four mm-hmm. modes. Uh, multiple maps that you can choose, or you can do a rotating... Um, random map. I think that's about it. You got your well, battle pass. Your battle royale. Keep you going back. I mean, if you're a battle, battle royale, royale fan, I mean, you can get a lot of time out of a battle royale and before we you start getting bored. We didn't talk about it, but you also have to reach, was it level seven before you could even do the battle royale? So Yeah, but like which, we said, yeah, you level easy. pretty fast. It's not yeah. that big a deal. Enough to learn the game before they put you into the what they probably assumed being their big selling point of, of Call of Duty Mobile. Mm-hmm. I would think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also had to level up before you even hit that paywall, too. And that seems to be a thing with a lot of games, mobile games these days, um, when it comes to the free games. They want you to, like, get that taste in before they drop that, oh, you can get this for this amount of money. And I know yeah. after I reached a certain level, that's when I started getting hounding with the ads of purchase this, purchase that, you know, purchase this, X out, purchase this, X out. Purchase this, X out. Exactly. Purchase this, so X out. Okay, now I can get to the game. Yeah, here's my thing about microtransactions and games. I got to like your game first, you know, and even getting to level seven or playing a game for a week, I'm just not chipping a coin in. You know, I've played a lot of free-to-play games, but even like Fortnite, it took me a little bit to get into Fortnite before I wanted a cool new skin. Uh, or playing auto chess before I wanted to buy into the battle pass. I wanted to know that it's a game I'm going to spend a lot of time with. And I've never impulse buyed because it just flashed up in the screen. Hey, you need to get these boots. Oh, I guess I need to get these boots. It just, I like that, like microtransactions that make me want to pay for it because I like the game and I want to support it. But I, I definitely don't like the in your face nature of this. Well, I mean, it's about hooks, right? I mean, a, a really good example is World of Warcraft, um, where you pay monthly to continue playing the same game, but they do this thing where they have a hook where you got to get on every day and do do this or do that in order to get the next real big thing. And then when you have that big thing, you'll do this mm-hmm. and you'll do that to the next big thing, you know. And yeah. the first taste is always free, right? And that's it's all about the hook. Like, are our hooks well, good enough to keep you? coming back right and then dropping money i think like especially you know i think most of us really agree that our favorite sort of microtransaction is cosmetic you know because it doesn't affect the gameplay so something like auto chess something like fortnite where the money you're spending doesn't really change the game but you look at fortnite and they'd have marvel skins or they had like they had a fake john wick on one of their battle passes early on and then they had an authentic keanu reeves yeah. john wick skin yeah. and that's the sort of thing i'm like well that's twenty dollars gone uh, you know <laughs> if you just come out with really cool stuff we're gonna pay for it you don't have to ruin the game just make really cool stuff um and i think that's shown 
that that works. And, and like Elliot says, you know, if they if it didn't work, they wouldn't do the schemey stuff. But the schemey stuff doesn't work on me. As soon as an element I have to pay for to make the game easier or make it so I can compete, I'm out. Well, I think another big thing, too, is do the developers believe in the game they're putting out? And if yep. that's true with, like, Fortnite, you know, they believed that that was going to work, and it has. Mm-hmm. You know, do people, you know, does Call of Duty believe that this is going to last? Or do they think we need to get as much money as we can before the next, you know, big yeah. Call of Duty comes out? You know, I think well, there's I think, two, yeah. two I think going back to replayability, it will last because it's Call of Duty. And they can patch this with whatever new map or new guns that come up that they've developed in the main core series. And so I can just see call of duty mobile being like how Madden is on mobile, where it's just the app and they update it and it keeps going. And, well, you know, cause first person shooters are never going to go out of style. Right. And call of duty has been the king of first person shooters for a long time now. So, I really think that they're not going to have any problem there, especially, you know, you've already seen big success out of it. I think they really should have released this in July, and this would have been huge. Why do you say that? And then lead up to the big Call of Duty in October, and then do the next big mobile in July, and then the next big Call of Duty. I hear you, but it is the biggest mobile launch of all time already. Sure. Oh, sure. But, like, it's going to be all these people playing... I'm not all of them, but I think a lot of them are just waiting for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Like this is to okay. to buy their time. But when they're at work and they're thinking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare at home, what are they going to do in the meantime? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe. Yeah, and that might very well be true. But if you release this like six months after the big one, you know, what I mean, instead of an every year cycle, mm-hmm. you had an every six months of mobile or main. I think that would really, long-term-wise, would be really beneficial for them. Give me something in July when no one else is playing Call of Duty on my Xbox. So now we're all playing this on our phones. Yeah. It leads me into getting excited again. I don't know. Judgment. All right, Jeff, does this get your seal? Uh, yeah. Uh, There's enough good here, and I think you can get a lot out of this without paying a dime. Really, once you open a Battle Royale mode that's free... Uh, there's no reason to buy anything other than that you love the game and you want the visuals that come with paying. So I think it's worthwhile. The controls are good. It's if you liked Pobo Mubji or whatever I called that game, uh, you're gonna like this one. It's pretty good. All right, Ellie, how about you? Yeah, I feel like I keep approving games. Like I feel like the last like five the seven games i keep saying like oh it's worth it and i'm going to continue that trend i think it's pretty good i don't i don't think you could do much better uh, i think there are definitely worse first person shooters on your phone it was and fun. i gotta say too is this isn't my usual genre and i think for someone who likes call of duty they're gonna go crazy for it yeah i was a big call of duty guy in college because everybody had a 360 Everyone was playing Modern Warfare, and it just kind of died off, and I really have not paid attention to Call of Duty for a long time. I didn't even know that the new Call of Duty coming out was a Modern Warfare reboot uh, until I started playing this and started looking up that kind of stuff. So I'm not interested in it. I'm not going to get it, but it definitely like piqued my interest. So I guess it kind of did wet my beak a little bit for it. Not enough to like jump in $60 into another mainstay game, but it gets my seal. 
It's not bad. Modern Warfare 2 back in the mm. day was definitely my jam. Mm-hmm. I love Modern Warfare 2. Me too. That was actually the first Xbox 360 game that I 100%ed on everything. Did That's the one that had Spec Ops. And Jason yeah. and I loved Spec Ops. We 100%ed Spec Ops. So good. Yes. Yeah, it was and a blast. It... it it's a excellent, and that was before Call of Duty sort of got the the stigma it has now of just sort of releasing the same thing over and over again. But that that was a great game. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, that's. I mean, I hundred percent of that got every single achievement on that game. So much fun. So obviously, this game is it holds you know near and dear to my heart because it's just it's got the same feels with the maps and everything. You know, get the I got that thrill of being able to take out people and be on the top even with the ranked mode as hard as people were playing on that i still did pretty well i didn't mm-hmm. i wasn't like you know mvp or anything like that but i got enough kills that i wasn't at the bottom of the list which was you know it, it felt like the original games were so it, this definitely gets my seal um this game is definitely budget arcade approved recommend going out downloading it playing it i mean if you haven't already i mean the numbers are there other people are playing it too yeah. It's not like you're going to be playing a bunch a bunch of bots, maybe just you know the beginning levels. But as you progress, it's going to get harder and harder because you're going to get against other people that are playing as much as you. Yeah, I think the only person that it wouldn't work for is someone with not a lot of memory because this Joker takes up over a gig. Yeah. on your phone, so that would be the only other thing. If you don't have a lot of internal storage, you're probably going to have to uninstall something. Um, because it's it's a beefy game. Yeah, it is. Um, we did have one listener commentary. Jeff, you want to take that? Yeah, let me pull it up. My boy, Danny K. Yeah, Danny K from the Next to Nothing podcast, which you can listen to. It's on Twitch on Tuesdays, uh, or is it Monday? No, Tuesday, 7 Central. Tuesdays. Tuesday, 7 Central, 8 Eastern. And then, of course, you can find his podcast where you can listen to the recorded show wherever you listen to podcasts. It's called Next to Nothing. So Danny K writes... When I got my first iPod Touch in high school, I used to play Battlefield Bad Company that had a multiplayer. COD Mobile took that uh, took what was good about that game and ran with it. Adding an auto-fire was a brilliant choice in my opinion. And with its moments of this game... Am I reading this wrong? Or? With it, moments of this game feel liking I'm playing a mainline COD. I am not misreading that. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> he probably mistyped it. <laughs> yeah. Feels, I'll edit for him. And with moments like this, it's the game late. feels like I'm playing a mainline Call of Duty. It's fun to go back to some of these maps that I used to spend hours of time on, like Nuketown. This has so far been a surprisingly pleasant experience. Yeah. He originally wasn't going to play this until I like prodded him on his uh, stream. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, I'll download it. I'll check it out, you know, because I was like, yeah, you guys, you could play with us and all that, <laughs> which we never ended up getting to play with him, but he yeah. uh, he seems to enjoy the game as well. For people who don't know Scott, I think he has missed his calling in sales because he's very persistent. I suppose. All right, so <laughs> nice. next week we it. will be playing, yeah, Asphalt 9 Legends, which... Is this even like a sequel of something, or is it just Asphalt? So Asphalt is a racing series that's been around a long time, primarily on mobile. Uh, Okay, so that is a racing series. Well, I wouldn't even call it recent. Mobile phone gaming has been around a long time now. 
What's that? No, I said series. Yeah. I know you said series, but the series has been out a while. Like Asphalt 1. I think Asphalt 1 even came out on the Game Boy Advance. You know, like, it's an old series. It was on the DS. Okay, so this is definitely the ninth iteration then. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. It's on Switch. It's free. So I'll, I'm really looking forward to playing a free game on a console for a change. Yeah. So um, All right. I want to thank you for not, hold joining on, hold us. Stop. You, oh, what you got? What you Stop. got? All right. So uh, I want to you, Elliot, on Next to Nothing had recommended the Memory Palace podcast and Scott's been really enjoying it. So uh, do you want to do a round of uh, some podcast suggestions? Ooh, yeah. Let me pull up my, my app right here. I got a couple. Is that cool with you, Scott? Yeah, that's fine. Do you have any suggestions or? Uh, I would suggest the Gamerheads podcast. Um, yeah, those are good guys a, too. They're a good group. Um, they stream as well. Um, they do a lot of the news stuff, and that's nice because you know it's it's pretty much where I go for my gaming news. Um, and then obviously, I always recommend the uh, uh, New Game Plus podcast. Uh, they're 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 the inspiration for this podcast to begin with so always recommend them yeah so uh and of course a it's october so i gotta bring up a scary home companion he just did a retrospective on friday the 13th and if uh he says it's quite different from what he did i thought it was as a fan of friday the 13th i thought it was really funny uh and he's got a lot of spooky stories on there if that's your calling uh the podcast I listen to the most and I'm kind of been binging, they have over 200 episodes and I'm getting close to having them all done is a, an Australian podcast called do go on. And every episode's a different topic. Uh, if you wanted to check that out, check out the Chernobyl episode uh, is really good. And do you ever watch the HBO Chernobyl series? I started it because Phenomenal. I enjoyed the, yeah, I I'll get to it. It's no, so good. Oh, yeah. The best part is, but that is that it's a mini series, so it's you know it's very self contained. But yeah, I love that kind of stuff. What uh, you got for us, Ellie? I Give got, me a new podcast. I'm a, I got two. I got one called Noble Blood. Um, each story is a little different. They just kind of started in July. They're kind of like an every other week thing. Um, their first episode was really good. It was about uh, Marie Antoinette. Um, they had one about uh, King Charles II. All kinds of just like it's relatively it's noble blood, so it's not necessarily about how these noble people die, but just the the lives that they've kind of lived. Very interesting. It's very well done. And another one that I've been listening to that I really like is called Hitman. Um, and the premise oh, of yeah. Hitman is crazy. Um, somebody I don't without spoiling anything murders this family essentially. Um, and it's kind of blamed on this like hitman book, this how to be a hitman book. Um, and the story's just kind of kind of crazy. They've only got a couple episodes left in their first season, but it's a it's a very wild ride. Very good storytelling too there too. Very good journalism. Those are my two that I would recommend right now. Nice. We want to thank everybody for joining us. If you're listening on iTunes, we ask that you would please, please leave us a five-star review. <laughs> but if you decide to be that douchebag that leaves the one-star right, review, let's not get butt Would you at least, <laughs> at least put butt. why? <laughs> oh, Scott is so... Ooh. Oh, boy. Listen, I just I, want to know why. You know, I if, know. If it's something that oh. we... You know, that is so uh, good. I know why. What what was the episode where we lost our data? Oh, and we recorded World and it was of Tanks. Awful? He 
listen to World of Tanks. And he said, you know what? Probably. This is the worst. And uh. rightly gave us one star. Listen, let's not get butt hurt. Uh. Everybody's got taste. But if you do enjoy the show, maybe uh, kind of offset us getting that one star review by uh, throwing us a couple five stars. Yeah, because apparently it really does affect everything. Um, we are pretty down on the uh, iTunes list, and that's the gold standard for podcasting. So if we could go boost that up, that would be great. Um, I know we actually hit number one in one of the foreign countries on the, uh, I think it was like Turkey, we got number Ooh, one on iTunes. that's the country? What do they see in us? Oh, that's the wrong country. I don't know. Want, man. I'm just saying. No, are you insulting <laughs> our Turkish listeners? Uh, yes. I'm going to go up, ahead Elliot. and say yes. <laughs> we will remove <laughs> Elliot from the podcast I stand with if you freedom. give us enough five-star reviews. <laughs> Please. Please, I'm trying Ten to leave. More so five hard. star reviews, and we will <laughs> kick Elliot off the podcast. I'm trying so hard to get out of this. Okay, so uh, you can also follow us on social media. We have a Twitter account at Budget Arcade. Uh, we have a Facebook account, Facebook.com/slash Budget Arcade. We have an Instagram account at Budget Arcade. We have a website. It's http colon slash slash Really, we should just call it ElliotTalks.com because that's... Listen, I've Elliot. written half a story. I just need to finish it. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, and you can also join our Discord and from our website. Uh, I've got a couple links up there. You can also follow any of our social medias from the website as well, BudgetArcade.com. If you want to leave us any hate mail, of course, it's show at BudgetArcade.com. Music is by Stimmage, and you can download his music at MetroidMetal.com. And if by Thank chance, you for joining us. If by chance you are the guy who left us that one-star review, we're cool with it. Shoot us an email and rip us a new one. I want to hear it. I want to... Here. All right, thank you, and game on. Super thick sewed. That might be the Are you trying one. for sound bites now? I don't know. I, I usually no, they work. That's what it was. Yeah, no, they usually work. Oh, uh, you think that worked? Yeah, it usually does. It would have. I mean I record I'm recording on my end right now. Me it'll, too. It'll pop This'll up. be on the end of the episode. Oh great. In that case I know how to do this too. Oh, Craig left. Alright, I'm stopping. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.